This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show on Faith Talk 1500. First, let me say this show's your show. That's why no matter what I discuss or which guest I interview, your input is valued. If it's in the news, on TV, at the movies, whether political, social, economic, whatever, at some point I'm talking about it on Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Faith Talk 1500. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. You know what day this is. That's right. This is Open Air Monday. Your time, your turn to call with any Bible questions that you have about absolutely anything. And I will do my level best to give you a biblical, a theological answer to your question. But it, the work is on you, not on me. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Anything on your mind? As long as it's talking about the Bible, B-I-B-L-E, or theology, too long for me to smell, but you you got the point. Just give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, now, you guys know what you have to do. The phone lines are open. Okay, We've got one caller on, but we've got three other lines that all you've got to do is call. I'm here, Marcus is here, and we're ready to roll. But we need you to roll with us. Give us a call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Give us a call and you'll be on the air with your question, which of course sparks another question and gets us off in the thing that I just love to discuss, the Bible, theology, oh, stuff like that just gets me going. Hopefully it gets you going as well. I've got a Bible here, and I want this Bible to be well used by me. <laughs> so just give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. We're going to go to Ralph in Dearborn Heights. Hello, Ralph. Hey, Pastor. How are you? Great. Thank you for calling, my friend. All right. Um, got a question for you that... that uh, Somebody hit me with this uh, on the weekend. I have a friend who just recently got saved, and uh, praise the Lord for that. Yes, praise God. Uh, he is—he's uh, down in Kentucky, and he's studying with a guy who uh, he has a lot of confidence with. Now, I have to tell you, this guy that just got saved is a brilliant man. Okay. Okay, brilliant. So uh, he's been listening to me over the years because I've been witnessing to him for years. He called me up to thank me and tell me that I was the inspiration for him getting saved. I'm humble about that, but I I think that was him himself. Mm -hmm. But he asked me a question. 
he said that there are people down there that think there was homosexuality involved because there are areas in the Bible, like I can't remember where, but Paul says at one point, uh, talking about refreshing your bowels. And you know what? I should know that, but I don't. Can you explain that a little bit? Um, uh, of course, we know that there is no homosexuality involved, uh-huh. but you know there are always people, especially homosexuals themselves, that want to paint Christ and the apostles as as homosexual. Right. And uh, you know, I just well, what happens is, out, what, yeah, I hear your argu- I hear the argument that they've made, and uh, in terms of talking about refreshing your bowels, as if that had something to do with homosexuality, right? Right. Yeah. All right. Well, the problem with that is, okay. Uh, in other words, uh, we have to realize uh, the biblical culture. Uh, for us today. The seat of the emotions uh, in the Western world is the heart, right? I love you with all my heart. Okay? That's how we express it. Right. Um, however, in, uh, uh, in, in the past uh, and in Middle Eastern culture, the seat of the emotions were not, was not the heart. It was the bowels. Okay? And, uh, and then the truth of that, and actually they were more truthful, because when you get an ulcer, what, what does it attack? The stomach, right? So feelings have a right. repercussion on your body. So, so that's why bowels are used. It has nothing to do with sex. In fact, over in the Song of Solomon, you don't go to uh, uh, Paul. May have used it because it's, it was used by Hebrews, but you see it used also in the Song of Solomon at uh, in uh, five and four, where we have a uh, 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 one uh, the yeah you have a, a, the woman talking to the man and going back and forth, and here's the statement: My beloved, and this is a uh, Song of, Song of Solomon 5 and 4. My beloved put his hand by the hole of the door, and my bowels were moved uh, for him. Now, that did not mean that she was ready to go to the bathroom. <laughs> what she was talking about, her heart, her emotions. Okay? So the only thing here uh, is a different of expression. In, uh, the, in the ancient world, bowels were used as, a, uh, as the seat of the emotions. Uh, in our culture, heart is used, but it has absolutely nothing to do with any kind of sexual reference and definitely nothing to do with homosexuality. Bowels is just a term that they use. In other words, we would say today, I love you with all my heart. Back then, they would say, I love you with my bowels. <laughs> but that was to them what the seat of the emotions are. So do you, do you understand that? I do. The only thing I have to say about that is I'm certainly glad that I'm alive today and not back in those days. Right. Because to you and me, that sounds so strange, doesn't it? That sounds absolutely strange. But the, but the truth is, though, but here's the truth of it. Now, even though we laugh at it, right, because we've said heart, 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 okay? Uh, and actually, it's not so much the heart. The mind is where the emotions uh, usually come through. we got to recognize this. When a, uh, when a person um, uh, cannot handle their emotions, it impacts ulcers. When people worry too much, the part of the body that's impacted by worry, which is an emotion, 
out of bowels. That's why people get ulcers. <laughs> right? I, I got you loud and clear. Yeah. You've made everything really clear to me, Pastor. But, you know, can I, can I throw one more quick question sure. for you? Uh, it was, it, uh, you reminded me of it in your answer. Um, there are some pastors, including people that have some brains, like Pat Robertson, uh, I heard him say once that uh, oral sex between a man and a woman is, uh, should not be engaged in by Christians and this and that. But again, going back to the Song of Solomon, doesn't it say that the marriage bed is undefiled? Absolutely. In other words, what's wrong with what's what what's wrong with Pat Robertson or anyone? Now, Pat is good on a lot of things he says. Uh, However, everything has to be judged by Scripture. There is nothing, not a mumbling word in the Bible, that is that speaks against oral sex. Now, if a person is uncomfortable with it, and many are, don't do it. But all I'm saying is, the Bible. You don't see where the Bible condemns that relationship or, or that kind of practice between a man. And a woman, you don't. Uh, a lot of times, the well, uh, ex- yeah. Well, I was explaining this to somebody the other day, and uh, this guy is kind of—he's one of these guys that you almost have to—you have to spell it out for him really, really heavy in order for him to get it. So at one point, I said, "Look." Here's basically what the Bible says. As long as the husband and the wife both agree, you can bring a forklift into your bed. (laughs) Well, there's things that the Bible now does forbid if we talk about bestiality and all this kind of stuff. But what happens is, the problem is, here's here's what I uh, encourage uh, uh, you and all my callers to do. When people make statements of fact based upon what they say the Bible says. Simple. Here's what ends all arguments. Show me in the Bible where it says it's wrong. Leviticus chapter 18 uh, comes against every kind of sexual practice that God's against. So definitely if it's forbidden, it's there. If a person makes a statement of a biblical fact, then they've got to prove it in the Bible, Ralph. And you uh, being right. an intelligent man can save yourself a lot of time because if they can't prove it in the Bible, you can believe what you want. All I care about is what's in the text. Right, right. Absolutely, brother. Uh, as always, uh, you know, you're, you are the wisest, and, and I just love you to death, Pastor. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I appreciate your call. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Politics and religion. It's been said that you don't discuss them in mixed company. Probably by someone who didn't really understand either of them. Why follow their rules? Detroit has two radio stations that shatter them. One documents the rebuilding of a great America. While the other shares the promise of the infinite. The Patriot has all the great news about growing the economy and a strengthening nation. Faith Talk Detroit raises the soul and affirms the heart. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. And Faith Talk Detroit on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. 
National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base. Like digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one. You need Salem Surround. When a customer does a search, they need to find your business, not the competition. Your contact information needs to be accurate and all over the web. You need the right tools to turn visitors into leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence. Learn more at surrounddetroit.com. Surrounddetroit.com. Connecting you with new customers. As the body of Christ, we are called to care for the least of these, for the orphans, the widows, and the most vulnerable. In our world today, we are facing the greatest refugee crisis since World War II. There are almost 25 million refugees worldwide looking for safety, security, and a second chance. If you're like me, you may feel troubled by the suffering that's happening around the world, but you don't know what you can do. At Bethany Christian Services of Southeast Michigan, we have a tangible way you can help by becoming a refugee foster parent. These teens from Africa, South Asia, and Central America all need a home. They are fleeing persecution, human trafficking, abuse, neglect, and war, alone, without their families. The problem is we have a severe shortage of home for these youth. Is this something you could do? Would you consider opening your heart and your home to one of these teens to help them start a new life? To learn more, call 248-414-4080 or visit bethany.org slash refugee foster care. This is Dan Prof for townhall.com. You don't hear it enough. You do an incredible job. The people of this country know it. And the people of this country love you. That was President Trump's message to police officers in his recent address to police chiefs from across America. He used the backdrop of Chicago, the most violent big city in America, and perhaps its most anti-Trump, to contrast his values with those of leftist enclaves like Chicago. Trump recognized a Chicago police officer recently injured in the line of duty, declaring, an attack on law enforcement is an attack on all Americans. He also took direct aim at Chicago's sanctuary city dogmatism, announcing, I will never put the needs of illegal criminals before I put the needs of law-abiding citizens. It's very simple to me. His message was very simple indeed. Trump stands with law enforcement and the law-abiding. His detractors do not. I'm Dan Prof. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. These are the days when you wish your bed was already That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. In case you haven't heard, the Bible Talk program is on right now, and all you've got to do is call to be on the air with your very own Bible question. I intentionally stay away from challenges at this time so that I can let you come up with your own stuff. So get those phones ringing. That number to call is area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air of Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And our Monday night Bible study tonight, you do not want to miss it. Bring your Bible, as we will be discussing a point, a very important point, something that needs to be brought out today. We're going to answer the question, what is a Jew? That's right. What is a Jew? Simple as that. 
If you think you know the answer, come on out to the church. Monday night Bible study, uh, 7 o'clock right after this radio program uh, at uh, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, 10709 Grand River at Oakland. You'll get a lot out of this lesson. Bring your Bible. Number to call here, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Gary is on the line, and we've got about three lines that will be open. All you've got to do is call, and you'll get through right away. Right now, we're going to talk to Gary. Hello, Gary. Uh, yes, Pastor Moss. Hope you enjoyed your weekend. Uh, my thoughts are about the early church, and um, Jesus is our Savior, and he declares that narrow is the way that leads to life eternal, and few be there that, few be there that find it. Mm-hmm. Well, about this, we're in modern times now, and before that came the Orthodox Church after the apostles died. Have you studied the Orthodox Church before the, the Catholic Church came? Yeah, I've looked into the Orthodox Church. I know a little bit about their background. What's your question? And have you read... Yeah, have you read the Fox's Book of Martyrs? Yes, I've looked at that, too. What's your question, Gary? Well, what I'm saying, we're in modern times, and the body of Christ, who is the body of Christ? Because there's people that said they believe in Jesus, they're non-Pentecostal, and there's others that are Pentecostal. Mm-hmm. There are those that are Trinity, about 60%, and about 30% are oneness. So there's divisions. So, number one, we do have to follow the apostles, right? Because the foundation is built on the prophets, the apostles, and Jesus Christ, right? Uh-huh. So there's people, the scripture said that people would twist the scriptures. Uh, what's your question, Gary? Question, Gary, what is your question, sir? Well, what I'm trying to do is trying to get people to study the history of the early church and how after the... Okay, well, we will encourage them to do that. Yeah, we, will encourage, we encourage every one of you out there, study the history of the early church. That's what Gary wants you to do, okay? Now, when he has a question, I'll answer his question. But if he says that's why he called, he wants you to study the history of the early church, do that, and understand that that history is found in the Bible. Number to call, area code, and that's New Testament. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. That number to call, once again, area code 866-423-9578. Any question you have about the Word of God, if you've got a question this is the place for you to call. All you got to do is pick up that phone and get it and dial us in. In fact, now nobody's on the line. So therefore, if you say, well, I, I might not get through. You will get through now. Just give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. So any question about the Word of God, any question about theology, uh, any question about uh, church history that you have, do our level best to uh, talk about it here and to answer your questions. I am your biblical consultant, okay? And all you got to do is call, and I'll be glad, do the, my very best to help you with anything that has to do with the Bible. And, of course, I want to invite you out tonight to our Monday night Bible study, Monday night Bible study, located 10709 Grand River at Oakland, 10709 Grand River at Oakland, where we're looking, we're going through the book of Romans, and we will definitively give an answer to the question, what is a Jew? What is a Jew? What makes someone a Jew? All right? And then get behind that question as well. What what do we mean when we say that the Jews are God's chosen people? We'll be looking at that tonight. Monday Night Bible Study, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, 10709 Grand River at Oakman. Encourage you to come. 
Number to call here, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And our phone lines are just wide open, friends, absolutely wide open. So all you've got to do is call, and you will get through right away, because Marcus is waiting for you to call. Right, Marcus? My mom always said... He triple dog dares you to call. Well, it's easy to call today. (laughs) It's easy to call today because there will be no challenges coming from me. I'm here just to answer your questions on Open Air Monday. Your time, your turn to call with any questions you have about the Bible, about the Word of God. Just dial area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Do not waste this airtime, my friends. You can call if you've got a question. You might have a disagreement with me about something. That's fine as well. We can discuss it because as long as we're talking about the Bible, we're doing our job. Give us a call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. And I'll show you how easy it's done. We're going to go and talk to Paul in Clinton Township right now. Hello, Paul. Pastor Moss, how are you, sir? I haven't talked to you in a while. Well, Paul, I want to talk to you more often. Thanks for calling. (laughs) Well, here, I got a question for you. Uh Uh-huh. Um, I asked a friend this, and I'd like to get your interpretation of it and see what you have to say. Okay. What, is it, what does it mean when God says, Be ye holy, for I am holy, saith the Lord? All right. Well, when he says that, what holiness means, the, uh, the idea of it is sanctification. Uh, so that's what he's saying. It's just as he is, and it means to be set apart. From our standpoint, it means to be set apart for God's usage. And there's a number of places in the Bible uh, where uh, where that is where that is talked about, one scripture that comes to mind uh, for me is over in uh, uh, in First Thessalonians chapter five in verse twenty three, where it says uh, in verse twenty three, and the very God of peace sanctify you, holy, and I pray God your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is He that calls you who also will do it. So holiness is where we separate ourselves. You know, we, uh, we've been delivered from sin, so we separate ourselves from sin, and we become uh, sanctified in that process. So it means uh, uh, not practicing the things that you used to practice before and being uh, set apart for God's service. Okay, so it would be different, different than, uh, you know, God being holy then. Because couldn't, you couldn't say really that God was set apart, right? Well, what happens is, no, God it wasn't. Like, it, that replies, like God's, that re, that sorry. Re, yeah, what happens is that part of it uh, is for us to separate ourselves. God has always been holy. So in other words, a part of the definition that says uh, him being set apart, like he once was evil and then became good. No, he's always been good. But he is holy without having to separate himself. We, in order to be holy, have to yield to the Holy Spirit. You know, we have to get saved. In other words, we can't be holy until we're born again, which also is something that God doesn't have to do. And once we are born again, then we uh, uh, we exercise the Christian virtue and the power of the Holy Spirit to set ourselves apart from evil. Okay, because I always thought that that what holiness was uh, for God's sake was that it was kind of the summation of all his qualities. So he's... Oh. True. He's um, 
you know, he's just, he's uh, righteous, he's good. He's, and it, I always kind of thought of it, holiness as being like an umbrella for all of his, his qualities. Oh, but, nothing's wrong with that. But that does not go against anything that I've said. That works right in with it. All you said is true. Over in Habakkuk 113, 113 it gives us another aspect of this. If we look at Habakkuk 1, uh, chapter 1 and verse 12 and 13, where it says, Art thou not from everlasting, O Lord my God, mine holy one? Uh, we shall not die, O Lord. Thou hast ordained them for judgment. And O mighty God, thou hast established them for correction. Then, verse 13, Habakkuk 1, 113, Thou art of pure eyes than to behold evil and cannot look on iniquity. Okay? So, so, wow. God, so that is talking about his holiness, which, of course, as you said, and rightfully so, he had from the very beginning. Wow. Well, praise the Lord for that. Okay. Uh, it was just something that that um, that had come up in a conversation, and I said, "Wow, you know, how how can I be holy? You know, I could be holy in Christ. That's, uh, that's all. That's all. That's right. <laughs> you got it. But how could I? You know, you're telling me to be something that I'm not. No, I can't. I can't. Only be that, through but, Christ. You know, you're exactly right. Once you're in Christ, then He tells you to be holy because you're born again. Yes. Yes. Very good. Well, uh, that was the only question I have, Pastor Moss. Thank you so much. Well, Paul, thank you, but I wish you had more. I can answer all the questions you have. Number to call? Uh, well, I, let, let me put it this way. I'll do my best. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866 423 To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Listen, you guys that are listening, do you see how easy it is to call? Do I beat up on people that call this program? No. You can agree with me or disagree with me. I even have atheists that call this program. All right? And I treat them with respect. All right? So, give us a call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Our phone lines are open, just waiting for you. We're going to go to Novi and talk to Shireen. Hello, Shireen. Hi, Pastor Ma. How you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing good, especially since you called, my dear. I know, yeah. I was like... I can help. I can sure call in. I got some, I, you know, I could give him some questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm, that's what I, I need. I with that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you have time, I have two questions. Uh, the first one is I kind of wanted to biblically, obviously, get your um, take on this. Um, and it's about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus uh, said to the disciples when they asked about forgiving how many times, he said 70 times 7, and so we know that we are supposed to forgive. Now, um, should we take, okay, so Jesus asked us, he he says to us uh, that if we confess our sins, he is grateful Faithful, uh, faithful, mm-hmm. uh, faithful mm-hmm. to forgive us, right? right? Mm-hmm. So, um, should we take our cue from Jesus as far as forgiveness is concerned? Do we forgive, or or can we even forgive everyone, uh, even if they have not come to us in the spirit of forgiveness? Forgive. Uh, Repentance. Great question. Great question. And the Bible does have an, an exact answer to that question. Uh, what happens is that, um, uh, let us put it this way to categorize it, Shireen. 
there are two types of forgiveness uh, that are talked about in the Bible. Uh, over in Luke chapter 17, uh, we look at the first one, which uh, uh, you mentioned. In fact, Jesus uh, gives us the answer to both of these. In Luke 17 and 1, uh, 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 Jesus says, it says, Then said he unto the disciples, It is impossible but that offenses will come, but woe unto him through whom they come. It were better for him that a, mill, a millstone was hanged about his neck, and he cast into the sea, than he should offend one of these little ones. Then, verse 3, he says, Take heed to yourselves. If thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him. And if he repent, forgive him. Now, then, it, it really gets uh, in, deep with it, because it says, And if he trespass against thee seven times in a day, and seven times in a day, turn again to thee, saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. So, in other words, uh, definitely, there is this process of transgression. You know, you can you rebuke the transgressor, they repent, and then right. you can move on. Now, the only way, though, you can maintain a relationship with someone you forgive is if, you know, they admit that they've done wrong and they attempt to do right. However, you, now you know that even though people still can mess up again, but as long mm -hmm. as the person repents, uh, and you, can, you should work with them, okay? So there is, so now what this is talking about, this forgiveness in Luke 17 is talking about forgiveness with reconciliation, okay? Forgiveness with reconciliation. But there's another type of forgiveness, and that second type is forgiveness without reconciliation. Oh, yeah. Mm. You, still, you have to forgive, okay. even though there's no reconciliation. Where's that at in the Bible? Well, that's over. Actually, uh, we should be able to find it in, uh, in, uh, in Luke where we see what Jesus did. Jesus gave us the, uh, uh, the, the grand entry into this. Because when he was hanging on the cross, when they were killing him, uh, coming against him, uh, uh, notice it says, in fact, I might have to go to another scripture to get this one as well. It says, And the sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was rent in the midst. And when Jesus cried with a loud voice, said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. But before that, in Luke 23, and... Uh, 34, look at these words, and it's astounding, okay? says that uh, we start into this, Luke 23 and 33, and when they were come to the place which is called Calvary, there they crucified him, and the malefactors, one on the right hand, the other on the left. Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his garments and cast lots. So here, Jesus forgave those who crucified him, Shireen, knowing that the only place they were going to wind up is in hell. Yeah. Those who crucified him, that you know, uh, they definitely didn't repent of it. There was no reconciliation, but he forgave them anyway. Why? Because teaching us a lesson, if we do not forgive someone, uh, regardless of whether they reconcile with us or not, we carry that bitterness in our heart, and we just don't want to have that. Okay? So sometimes there can be forgiveness without reconciliation, Sometimes there can be forgiveness with reconciliation, but either way, you have to forgive. Hmm. Okay. The for, okay. Got you. The forgiveness with reconciliation uh, in Luke, and then uh, the okay forgiveness without. Both so, are in right, Luke. One is in one is in Luke twenty three. That's what makes it real convenient to look at the reckon the Luke forgiveness. 14? Okay. Yeah. Verse. Uh, well, Luke actually Luke uh, seventeen. Luke seventeen is forgiveness. 
uh, with okay. with reconciliation. You rebuke, they repent. Luke 23 okay. is just forgiveness without reconciliation because they crucified him and they did not repent. He forgave them for they know not what they do. Jesus uh, got rid of that uh, emotion out of himself and forgave them even though okay. there could be no relationship between them. Right, so that there you you could be harboring bitterness. There you go. And you don't want that in your, that's right, that's right. No, you don't. Okay. Even, that, in fact, yeah, even, that, when you, uh, even when you divorce someone, let's say legitimately, someone commits adultery and this and you can divorce them, uh, still mm-hmm. don't hate them. You know, afterwards you forgive them, you don't have to remarry them, but you don't want to walk around with that bitterness in your heart. Mm, okay. Um, all right, great. Do I have time for one more? Uh, yeah, you do. Maurice is waiting, okay. but Maurice can wait. Roseville, going to get to you. <laughs> Okay, uh, question, uh, one more question. Revelation, uh, who are the sealed by God, who the locusts are not able to hurt? That would be the 144,000. Okay, that's the 144. Okay. All right. That's the 144,000. So those are Jews. The, those would tri- be yeah. the Jews. That's right. right. Yeah, there's going to be a remnant of them sealed uh, so that they cannot be harmed. By the Antichrist. They will be the ones preaching the gospel during the, during the time of tribulation. Gotcha. Okay. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, you, Shireen. All right. All right. She keeps this program going. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Let's go to Maurice in Roseville. See what's on his mind. Hello, Maurice. Thanks for calling, buddy. Hello. How you doing, Pastor Moss? Good. I've got a quick question here, and it has to do with dancing uh-huh. um, from a secular standpoint. What does the – is there anything in the Bible about dancing? Should we, as Christians, do it, or should we not do it um, in a setting like a wedding or like if the church is sponsoring some event? Is that um, – what does the Bible say about it? So I'm not clear. Well – I would say this to you, uh, that the Bible does not say that dancing is a sin. Of course, anything that has to do with sexual temptation and things of that nature uh, uh, can be sinful. So therefore, uh, if we look at, so that's how we should judge it. There's certain kinds of dances that we sh- shouldn't do because they're so, they're just like there's certain music you can't listen to because it's so filled with uh, sensuality and, and things of that nature where, you know, we just can't do it. Uh, but dancing in and of itself, uh, the Bible doesn't necessarily condemn uh, uh, all dance. Uh, in other words, I'm sure you'd recognize that a, a, a square dancing, nothing wrong with that, <laughs> you know, uh, or, or waltzing. <laughs> right. So it's not that dance uh, in itself is, uh, is wrong. What we have to be careful of is just to make sure, like it says over in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, uh, verse 30 and 31, uh, for if I if I by grace be a partaker, why am I evil spoken of? For that for which I give thanks. Then verse 31 is, is very important. Whether therefore we eat or drink. Okay, this is 1 Corinthians 10, 31. Whether therefore we eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. Right? So long as God gets glory out of it, it's not something that's shameful. It's it's fine. Uh if a, if a husband and wife dance, celebrating the love they have for each other, to decent music, things of that nature, nothing is necessarily wrong with it. I've seen musicals uh, where they had set a, a movie to musicals. 
and they dance. Uh, nothing is wrong with dance in and of itself. It's the type of dancing that could come under scrutiny, not the fact that you're dancing. Okay, thank you very much. All right, thank you. Good question. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Going to take a break, and we'll be right back. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm, phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. A jihadist comes to Christ. Hi, it's Michael with Bible League International, and I met young Ahmed, 14 years of age, a Syrian refugee, when I visited the Middle East earlier this year. He hated his mother and siblings. Why? They had become believers, but he was subscribed to radical Islam, in fact, was primed to blow himself up until his mother prayed for his salvation and he came to saving faith. He was beaten. He should not have survived that beating by the extremist that he hung around with, but the family fled in the middle of the night. He's been trained to share Jesus by Bible League. And guess what? Already about 100 young men who were primed to be jihadists have come to Christ. He said to me with tears in his eyes through a translator, Michael, we need the Word of God here. And I said, Ahmed, those Bibles, they're coming. Bible League and Faith Talk Detroit are partnering to send God's Word to 2,600 persecuted believers. $5 sends a Bible, $50 sends 10. Call 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD, or give at faithtalkdetroit.com. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'll be joining the team at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2020 on a scenic cruise to Alaska. I'd like to extend a warm invitation to you to join us. I've been before, and Alaska is a spectacular place where God's design and His majesty are constantly on display. Glaciers, mountains, and untamed wildlife. If you've ever contemplated exploring this inspiring frontier, now is your opportunity especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first-class cruise ship. The week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports, as Laura's story leads us in our worship, and as we turn to God's Word as a compass for our time together. For more information and to book your trip today, visit faithtalkdetroit.com and search keyword Alaska. number to call, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Three folks on the line, Hilda, Terrence, and Doug. Hang on, we're going to get to you, starting with Terrence. Right now, 
from Warren. Hello, Terrence. Hi, Pastor Moss. How yes. are you today? Real good. How are you? Oh, I can't complain. <laughs> uh, quick question. Uh-huh. The Bible tells us that we're not supposed to carve or worship anything graven as far as in the heavens above, the earth beneath, or the sea below, right? Right, exactly. So are the churches who advocate uh, worshiping or uh, praying to idols that are carven, are they going against the word of Christ or, and against the word of God? Yes, I would say so. Yeah, not to worship anything other than God. Right. Okay. That, that's all I needed to know. Okay. <laughs> all, right. all right. Thank you, sir. All right. I thought we were going to get in a deeper discussion, but that's exactly right. Uh, Exodus chapter 20 makes that clear. Now, that doesn't stop you from getting artwork, a picture of the Lord's Supper, wearing a cross. As long as you're not worshiping it, no problem. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Let's go to Doug in Brown City. Hello, Doug. Hello. Doug, where is Brown City at? It is somewhere around 40 miles to the west of Port Huron up in the Thumb. Wow. Okay. Okay. Quite colder up here than it is down there, I'm sure. <laughs> Thank you for calling. <laughs> What's on your mind, Doug? Well, maybe this will be a deeper topic. It's the dreaded predestination oh. conversation. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that could take longer than your program. You got that right. <laughs> <laughs> so just uh, wanted to get your uptake on that particular subject. All right. Well, I would tell you this. First of all, uh, I have no problem with believing in predestination because the Bible uses the term. Now, what I might have trouble with is some of the extreme approaches to it that are taken by some theologians. Uh, I am a, a part. Uh, in fact, uh, I believe it, it, uh, Calvinism is pretty good. I think that some people take it too far. Um, uh, in other words, I believe that even though uh, God predestines and foreknows everything that's going to happen, you still have a choice. And you can prove that, yes. I believe, biblically. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, we see in uh, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4, something that cannot be contradicted. It's Bible. It says, According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him uh, in love. Then verse 5, Having predestinated us, under the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. So we see right here that God predestines. We find out also, if we look at Romans eight twenty nine and following, that he foreknows as well. So he ordains things that are going, going to happen, and he foreknows what's going to happen. But at the same time, and here's the thing that's difficult for some, even though a sovereign God knows what's going to happen, okay, it's a part of his plan, still we have a choice. Now, we might not understand how it works, but definitely the Bible tells us we have a choice. Where? It's a number of places. The verse I always like to go to is Acts chapter 2 because it's so crystal clear here, where uh, it's almost as if God anticipating what people might do with this doctrine. Uh, So in Acts chapter 2, we see this at verse 22, where we have Peter condemning those who killed Christ. Look at what he says. This is in Acts chapter 2, verse 22. You men of Israel... Hear these words, Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs, 
which God did by him in the midst of you, as you yourselves also know. Now, look at this. Very interesting. Verse 23. Him being delivered, because it has all the elements, Doug. Him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God. Right there, you've got your predestination, right? He was delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God. But then it says this. Yet you have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain. My premise, the only way that they could have done that or been wicked is if they chose to be wicked. God certainly, in his uh, uh, determinate counsel and foreknowledge, he did not make them wicked. So therefore, if he's accusing them of being wicked, they chose to do so. Right, right, and that's some of the contention I've had with this particular doctrine is I asked somebody that believed this, well, then let's take the word if out of the Bible because that right there, if you just use it for its meaning, it denotes that there's a choice that you have. Right there, it says a choice because they did it with wicked hands. The only way you can be wicked is to choose to be wicked. Otherwise, God is an unjust God. <laughs> it's as clear as that, right? He, right. Didn't, he didn't make the yeah. devil evil. The devil had a choice, and he chose to leave God. Right, and that's where I've had contentions with a lot of people in the situation where they would take it to the extreme, as you've mentioned, and, you know, it's God's sovereignty. I, I knew a guy that said God is so all-sovereign that even when you sin, it's because it's his will. Well, and what happens is this. He, I, has his, uh, yeah. he has two kinds of wills. He has his determinate will, and then he has his allowable will. Okay, there, right. So he has, he, there are things that he allows because people have to be allowed to make a choice. So, in other words, in fact, here's what I tell people. God is so sovereign till he can, he can foreordain and foreknow all things, and yet you still have a choice. Well, I don't understand that. Right, if you did, your brain would blow up. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, there's many issues. I don't understand the Trinity. I don't understand predestination. And I just, yeah, those are things yeah, that are, no, no, are we can, not, they're not, uh, they're not eternal uh, whatever you call well, it. Well, what happens um, is it's hard. You know. Well, in, in fact, now the the Trinity is hard to. You're right. There's some mystery to it, but we got to realize uh, three three plus one plus one equals three. But three times one times one equals one. Okay, time time breaks up into three parts: past time, present time, future time. So it gives us some good analogies. Even our bodies, body, soul, and spirit. So, but right there's some deep stuff. But what happens is we've got to make sure that whatever we believe about the Bible, we find in the Bible. And Acts chapter 2, if you've got wicked hands, uh, let those who believe in stream Calvinism go before God and see if he's the one who made these people do wicked to kill Jesus Christ. I don't think they're going to say that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I, you know, the first four j- chapters of Hebrews, if you read those specifically, those are, those, you'll see. Um, you're right. Yeah. It, you're, exa- yeah. you're exactly right. I've got some callers waiting on. Thank you for that call. Appreciate it. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Hilda, Sydney, hang on. We're going to be right back. Dan Prof for townhall.com. You don't hear it enough. You do an incredible job. The people of this country know it. And the people of this country love you. That was President Trump's message to police officers in his recent address to police chiefs from across America. He used the backdrop of Chicago, the most violent big city in America, and perhaps its most anti-Trump, to contrast his values with those of leftist enclaves like Chicago. Trump recognized a Chicago police officer recently injured in the line of duty, declaring, an attack on law enforcement is an attack on all Americans. He also took direct aim at Chicago's sanctuary city dogmatism, announcing, I will never put the needs of illegal criminals 
before I put the needs of law-abiding citizens. It's very simple to me. His message was very simple indeed. Trump stands with law enforcement and the law-abiding. His detractors do not. I'm Dan Proch. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. Attention homeowners. Dreaming about that home improvement project? With a strong housing market, chances are your home's value has gone up. And with a 15-year fixed interest rate of just 2.99% with a 3.202% APR, a cash-out refinance from Cash Call Mortgage could lower your interest rate and give you the cash you need for those home improvements at cash call mortgage we're a direct lender and we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit if you qualify we'll even pay your closing cost whether it's for home improvements getting rid of debt or just putting away extra money for that inevitable rainy day cash call mortgage could mean achieving two great financial moves with just one call the cash you need now and a lower interest rate for a free quote to see if you qualify call cash call mortgage at 800-990-6947 that's 800-990-6947. 800-990-6947. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. My Rika Vervoort was a well-known Belgian Paralympian who won gold and silver in wheelchair racing. She suffered from incurable degenerative spinal pain and took her own life by euthanasia. Before her death, she said just having the legal euthanasia papers gave her peace of mind and believed there'd be fewer suicides if every country legalized euthanasia. Actually, research shows suicides increased in American states where physician-assisted suicide was legal. Like Myrica, I too suffer from incurable degenerative spinal pain. I haven't had a pain-free day for 15 years. My peace isn't derived from papers, but from the Bible. Euthanasia isn't the answer when Jesus is your daily strength. Two people with the same diagnosis, but very different responses. Follow us on Twitter at Life Issues USA and stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. I want you to remember that we do have our prophecy classes tomorrow at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries at 11 o'clock, 10709 Grand River. Uh, just come, no tuition cost has to be play, uh, paid. It's an open class, just bring a donation. And then uh, this coming Thursday uh, at 6 o'clock, we have our prophecy classes in the evening. Encourage you to come. Let's go to uh, Hilda in Southfield. Hello, Hilda. Hi, how are you? Just great. How are you? Fine. Um, my question is, when I would say my prayers, I would always say that the ones that uh, gone on home, I used to ask God, let they soul and spirit rest in peace. Mm-hmm. And my sister said, I'm not supposed to, I shouldn't be praying for the dead. But I would say that in my prayers, did I do something wrong? And I, I don't do it now. Well, are you uh, well, if you if, huh? if you're talking about if you pray for the dead to rest in peace, uh, you're talking about you're not talking about their bodies. You're talking about their spirits, right? 
Yeah, I just said, let they soul and spirit rest in peace. And yeah. my sister said, well, you're not supposed to pray for the dead. Well, well, in other words, uh, I, there's I nothing. Well, there's nothing you really can do for the dead when you pray for okay. the dead, right? Uh, either they're in heaven or in hell. Okay, so you know, oh. so really, there's no prayers, and if they're in heaven, they got it made. Right? <laughs> there's no, you don't have to worry uh-huh. about it. They're they so they're not at peace. They're something. yeah, that's uh-huh. just something that people say, right? Oh, I understand, and yeah. I don't say it again. You know, anymore, mm-hmm. uh, but I just want to hear a clarification. I appreciate it. Okay, yeah, I would. It's uh, my first time calling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Oh, okay, and thank you. I appreciate it. Call anytime. You're going to go to Sydney in Detroit. Hello, Sydney. How you doing? Good. That's good. Um, I was wondering, I read the Bible scripture the other day. It says that on the coming of Christ, the angels don't know when that coming is, nor the sun. So who knows? Well, what happens is Jesus said at that time that he didn't know. You're right. That what you're talking about was said in the synoptics. But in Acts chapter 1, uh, I want you to remember, Jesus put a, di- a different wrinkle on it. Because they asked him that same question again. And in Acts chapter 1, when he was asked about it, uh, uh, in fact, they said, in verse 6, this is Acts 1 and 6. And when they therefore will come together, they ask of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? Okay. And he said unto them. Now, before he said, he didn't know only the father knew, right? right. Here in verse 7, and he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times or seasons which the father has put in his own power. He didn't say he didn't know here. Okay. So in other words, here, in, when Jesus was on the earth, he was God, of course, in human form, but he only revealed his powers, miraculous powers, under the command of the Father. So he didn't know. But when he rose from the dead, he said, all power in heaven and in earth is given unto me. He knew, but he still, he couldn't tell them. Oh, oh okay. Uh, and I wonder, um, could you pray for me that I stop smoking cigarettes? I've been... God I'm going to pray for you, but I'm here to just stop. God, no, it's got something to do with you. You're going to stop smoking. I used to smoke, buddy. And, okay. and you can pray all day, but what you have to do is fight the flesh. Your body's going to tell you you're crazy. Don't do it. And God will bless you. Resist the devil and he'll flee. That's right. It's your flesh more than the devil. Okay, I'll pray for you. I surely will. You'll be on my prayer list tonight. All right. We still, how much time we got? Go to John. He tells me we can get John in here. How you doing, John? Hey, how you doing, Pastor? Great. Good. Hey, I just want to let you know before I ask to say say what I wanted to say. I just it's a blessing listening to you, and I uh, I sharpen my sword. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, I just want to let you know. I just want to get your take on it. Um, I do a, a, some evangelism down in Detroit, mm-hmm. uh, and um, you know, I really noticed, unfortunately, a lot of people, especially younger, the younger generation, at college age students. Uh, they're, they say they're Christian. They go to Christian church. They've been on missions, and they'll talk to you. But um, uh, they, when you ask the question, would you? Go, hey, I got a question for you. Would you go to heaven when you die? They, they'll, 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 most of them will answer. They'll say, I, you know what? I don't know. Oh, That's wow. for God to judge. It's as if they, they don't know the gospel, and it almost seems like the church that they're. Isn't preaching it these days? At least that's what how I see it. Well, what happens is you're right. Not only there, but everywhere. If you look, even not in Detroit, but uh, at suburban churches as well, there's all this seeker friendly discussion. No discussion of the doctrines of the Christian faith. 
uh, most of the preaching is this life concerns. Be happy, you know. Jesus will make yeah. you happy today. No discussion of, and you sure won't hear about hell. I mean, on yeah. just turn on television and look at churches all across uh, America. That's where we're in mm-hmm. now. We're fighting uh, for the Bible. And what happens mm-hmm. is, uh, and preachers are, preachers are realizing that they can fill their churches by just saying things that make people feel good. But you're not going to please God. I, I don't care yeah. if I go down to yeah. two people, I'm going to preach the Bible. That's what the name of the game yep. is. Yeah. Amen. That's how it should be. I wish, I wish everyone seen that way. But you know, uh, unfortunately, it's, it's almost as if they're even pastors, the believing pastors themselves. They don't. It's almost as if they're blind to the fact. They're so caught into the modern message, they they miss the fact that uh, themselves. You know, you, only the truth can set you free. The Bible. What the Bible says. That's the job of the pastor, not to big uh, get big congregations, but to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. What, um, not to take up all your time, but what would be your, your, your tip then? If, if I was in a church that was, for example, preaching that way and I wanted it to change, I what, would leave what it. would I do? What I would leave it. Would... That's all you can do. You can't change a church. That's what the pastor's there to do. You can't change it. You have to leave it. When your feet walk out, that's when people, maybe the pastor starts realizing there's something that I need to do differently. You could tell them, though, why you're leaving. That might help them, too. All right, great having been with you. Uh, you guys called real well, especially at the end. Try all these good calls in the beginning and work Marcus like a dog. All right, but God bless you. Send donations to support us to P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. That's Bible Boot Camp Ministries. That is the um, uh, what you put on the check. Send it uh, to P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205 is the zip code. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. I'm headed to Strictly Biblical uh, to define what is a Jew with my Bible in my hand. want to see you there. Bring your Bible as well. God bless you. See you next time. by Bible Bootcamp Ministries. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525.